1: Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of We got to think of a name for for our own show. Yeah. We definitely do. We got to think of a name for it. But this is Greg and Q. Um coming back to you again. How you been doing?
2: I've been good, man. Um it's been a really long fucking week. Um I'm <laughs> going to have a lot to talk about actually. So
1: um but- it's been a long it was a long week for me too, but uh um actually it as a, it's also been a great week. And you know why we, mm-hmm. we spoke about it on pre-roll. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to the one who has captured my heart. Okay. And I, I'm just going to leave it at that. And, and it, I'm going to leave it at that. And maybe in a couple of weeks or so, I'll be fully ready to make it fully known in public about that person, but just know that. Um,
3: you your happy? Boy, your
1: boy's happy again.
2: That's good. <laughs> it's good to see you happy. You smiling and shit, man. That's a,
1: it, yes, it's a yes. good thing. You smiling. Yes. You damn, like it's different. I like it. It is. I. Like, like it, I. I, it, I it's, it's some days I don't. Some days I don't know how to process, like how everything has changed since that faithful morning when I made that announcement. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's been a good thing. It's been a really, really good thing.
2: Yeah. Some things need to just be like rolled out and like segmented. Like you can't just give
1: everybody. You can't get, you can't get, you can't get the masses everything. You, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, like a reality show. You got to give you bits and pieces when, when you're ready for it. <laughs>
2: so, I, think so. it's, I, I think people are ready for it. It's just more so. Are they like ready for it? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when, when it comes out, they're like, well, it's something that we were hoping for. That's something that we wanted to hear. It's just like, oh, it's like it's here now.
1: And then also, like, it's just, I think that um, they were mostly waiting for me mm-hmm. to accept it within myself. Yeah, and I think that is what's make that. I think that's what's making everyone feel so much, so joyous because mm-hmm. it's like, well, some things we already knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we knew this. Yeah, we were just waiting for you to to yeah. like finally see the light mm-hmm. and accept it within yourself but um because yeah, the thing is like
2: it was always a situation where it felt like everybody else wanted the happiness for you but you have to want it for yourself mm-hmm. so now that you have it and it's there like we can see it like we like uh it's like show uh what is it uh like show enough with the glow like <laughs> you, you got the glow so it is what it is, man. So, yeah,
1: I was like, so with um at whatever, well, I was like, like I, we love the journey with that. Cheers up to this. Cheers to that. <laughs> and but a lot of it before, and I oh, I can't, I can't wait cause now my insurance is active, and now I can start my therapy. Mm-hmm. Beautiful thing. Yeah. But everyone knew that I would just um drink to, to mask a mm-hmm. lot of the things that I was going through a lot of the pain a lot of the the toxicity and all that um on Friday I was like to the person that uh <laughs> was making me smile uh that I was like you know what I'm bored now like being like being at the bar just you know trying to drown my sorrows away it's not It's not, honestly it's not fun anymore it's not fun now mm-hmm. like cause like now I can just drink just to hey to be social again
3: mm-hmm.
1: or you know to just like enjoy the moment and not just try to get shit faced or wasted just to so I won't for, so I can just forget what's going on and I was like you know that's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing like to not have to mask your your hurts and all that and like live and be free and and uh and just be happy like i'm yeah i'm 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 back to the old me (laughs) we've been waiting for a long time. back to the old me
2: It, it feels good to know that like your brother your best friend like is together again like Things like for a while it was really rocky. We all like felt way
1: I have no, I have no problems, no qualms in a minute. Uh, yeah, it was very rough, but um, I, I like this feeling. Yeah, again,
2: <laughs> well, it's good that you like the feeling and that you are happy. You are content. Everything is going good, man. Uh, we need to have these episodes every so often again, just to make sure that things are good, to check up on you, check up on things, and obviously talk to things we talk about. Now, as you know, on Good, Bad, and Unavailable, as well as Young, Black, and Bother, like we talk, you know, normal, you know, first 48 news and everything like that. This episode and hopefully episodes going forward will make it more so sports and just like life things that you and I talk about normally. Obviously mm-hmm. some things will be like taken away, including like names and like, just things that you shouldn't even be thinking about, right? So, right. Uh, I wanted to lead into like some early playoff predictions for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Then we can talk about the, you know, the NBA. We'll talk about Redskins, obviously, because you know local uh, teams and stuff mean, like
1: that. You mean the Landover disasters? Absolutely. Well, uh, hopefully, if Dan Snyder is, um, if Dan Snyder is convinced to sell the team to Jeff Bezos to Amazon Footballs. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> that, that would be nice. What, what if they go and call? We'll, we'll talk about that. Like if they we'll, end we'll up get buying, I feel like they would though. They would talk about like buying out FedEx Field because Amazon would be somewhat near off the beltway. Exactly. Like just name can, it,
1: Amazon Way. I, I that Amazon Way, and the team could be the Amazon Footballs. Yeah. Like I don't, I, don't I care what it is. You just gotta get like Basil ballers like we. Something Anything Like like Just It could be the Amazon one um, One day deliveries yeah. I don't I don't care What the team name is It just gotta It just Like and Anyway we'll get to that yeah. We'll get to that But you know um, Especially in the NBA uh, Shout out you know, you know we Definitely gotta talk about Carmelo coming back In the mm-hmm. league That's really good news Cause like He can still ball Yeah He can still ball He may not play No damn defense But he mm-hmm. can shoot the three and that's all really that's needed in the in, in in the NBA right now. Like yeah. shoot three rebound.
2: Let me see what else we got. So, um, we got to talk about some like fantasy football, some updates to some certain leagues and stuff like that, including our league that we've had going all season right now. So <laughs> yeah. it's <feels> like <laughs> it's just the two of us because Darren and uh E have both like officially oh, yeah, dropped our, out.
1: Yeah. Our predictions. Uh, yeah. Predictions our predictions
2: league. for the week. Like it's different. It's not like it used to be. Um, when it's we definitely had, not
1: like last year.
2: Yeah. Last year was like to the wire this one is more so it's hit or miss because you never know exactly what's happening well right um, now
1: i'm running away with the lead so uh anyway
2: yeah yeah
1: well, <laughs> yeah you are like i'm in
2: second but honestly there's only two of us and the only reason exactly
1: is- so we're just picking against ourselves yeah uh but you know one thing that we definitely need to add to the dark we definitely need to talk about what happened at largo um on Friday. Well, we need to talk about it now, then, because I had no clue. Actually, okay, we can talk about it right now. So, on Friday, um, a Spanish teacher was arrested and now has been charged. I think, it, I'm sure it was Friday. Friday, I think the incident happened on Friday. Yeah, it, it did happen on Friday. It happened Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, a teacher was arrested and now has been charged with child abuse because she fought a student. And not just like, well, I'm just going to hit you or, you know, hit you and like throw, throw some, throw some punches. Like it was full on. I'm, it, you see the video. It looks like they're in the U- they're playing, they in the UFC and in, in the octagon.
2: I got to play the clip now.
1: Yes. You really, try to play you it. really should. Cause it, I mean, it's, it's really interesting. And, um, like that has been the conversation of a lot of the teacher groups that I'm in um over the past weekend because now we all know that teachers take a lot of a lot of flack and a lot of abuse and a lot of everything from st- students from parents from administrators from the general public um but I, I think a lot and and now don't get me wrong in no way am i defending this teacher a teacher should never put their hands on a student. Never. In any, in no way, shape, form, or fashion, unless you're trying to protect a student. Like you know, two students or whatever are fighting. You're trying to separate and make the situation calmer and safer, and protect other students. Mm-hmm. Then I can see a student, a, a teacher you know, restraining a kid or restraining the student or whatever. But a teacher should never go to blows with a student. First of all, we're professionals. We're professionals. To the to the Trump hate, to the MAGA loving people who thinks that we're not, we're professionals. We go to school and we get multiple degrees to, be, to teach. And we have to continue that that continuing education every year in order to stay licensed.
2: So here's the clip. We'll play it.
4: A Largo High School teacher was arrested Friday because of what you see in this video. Police say she got into a fight with a 17-year-old female student who's a senior. And 15-year-old Martin Bendu is the one who recorded it all.
0: I scratched myself. I was like, For real? This is happening? Martin
4: said they had been taking a test in their Spanish class when he saw the student approach the teacher.
0: And the student kept coming up to her, you know, trying to ask her, are you going to change my grade? Are you going to change my grade?
4: He said the teacher responded calmly at first.
0: She had told the student, please, can you back up? Um, please, and the student was like, "No, I'm trying to talk to you about my grade." You know, I felt like something was about to happen, so I pulled out my phone and started, you know, recording.
4: And that's when he said the student nudged her,
0: and the teacher immediately swung, and then they went at it.
4: Police have not charged the teacher yet, but they anticipate charges of physical child abuse and second-degree assault. They're also considering whether or not to charge the student. County Executive Angela Alsobrooks called the entire situation unacceptable.
0: We will not tolerate under any circumstance violence on the part of any person in our school system. uh, And we will ensure that this does not continue to happen in our classrooms.
4: Because this sophomore says he still can't believe it did.
0: And I was like, wow, this actually happened.
4: In Upper Marlboro, Jess Arnold, WUSA 9.
2: Now. I have my own personal take to it. I guess I might as well just lead in um, because it's going to be disrespectful. And honestly, I just don't really care about it at this point because maybe this is the show where you and I can just get our like full thoughts out and it's like unfiltered because we know other people are listening.
1: No, 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 no. Sometimes,
2: sometimes these students, these children, kids, I don't want to say children because children could be like a two year old and people will take it some way. At 17 years old, you knew what you were doing. Mm -hmm. This isn't a eight-year-old who was completely naive to the situation. Mm -hmm. Another student said that everything transpired leading up to it by the student. Mm -hmm. This wasn't the teacher's doing. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And it was about grades and everything. Even the initial act of violence started by the student. Mm -hmm. So this is a thing of not retaliation. It's more so self-defense. So... Mm -hmm. For me, if I was a teacher, I couldn't tell you how I would act in the classroom because we have a little bit more decorum. Mm -hmm. Not everybody does. right? But we living in this area know how Largo High School is and their reputation for being Largo High School.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Being in like Prince George's County, like public schools, high schools more recently, until Miss Golston, like, you know, shout out to Miss Golston because she is now, she's what, like, she's the president the, she's of She's the principal, CEO. Yeah, she's the CEO. And when she was the principal at my high school at the time, like, there was none of this. You had respect for your teachers. You mm-hmm. had respect for your peers. There was none of that. And some things you can't translate to everyone. And there's always going to be that one student that just goes the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been in that classroom where there's been that girl or that boy who was like, You know, you don't have to do that, but you just want to do it because there's an audience there. So you're going to perform. Right. This is one of those situations. The issue, though, is you see this in the classroom for like our schools, our black schools every day. There's always that student that just knows that they don't like the teacher or the teacher might not like them either. But you're still the student. They're still the teacher. Mm -hmm. This shit, just watching the video alone, even though they blurted out, we saw. And we'll post a link in like the audio, like the show notes and everything like that. But you just know better, both as a teacher, as a student. But for me, couldn't have been me. I'm whooping that kid's
3: ass.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Like, you can say what you want. Oh, yeah, he's fired. Yeah, I'm fired. But that kid learned a lesson. And honestly, if you were the parent of that kid, I would hope that you come to me and address me as so. Hey, you hit my kid. So I'm hitting you. You know what? You can catch it, too. The hands are for everybody. Mm -hmm. but what your kids not going to do is put their hands on me first because at that point at 17 you're an adult Mm
3: -hmm.
2: in any other circumstance you're an adult I get it you're coming at me for a grade blah 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 but if you were that concerned about your grade mind you it's November now you're that concerned about your grade in November you decided you wanted to hit me Mm -hmm. that's assault you're going to jail if the teacher had never hit them back going to jail.
1: Oh, well, well now the, the student is, is being considered on juvenile charges. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm well gonna, deserved. It, it, yes, I would say here's what I have to say. And of course I have to tread very lightly mm-hmm. because of, because I'm in the classroom and I, you know, so I have to tread very lightly, mm-hmm. this, but I there, there's a lot that I there's a lot that I have to say. And, and this is what I have been uh discussing with some friends of mine who are in the classroom um about what transpired and taking place. Mm-hmm. I I'm with you hundred mm-hmm. percent. Personally, I'm gonna remove I'm gonna remove the, the teacher label for myself. And I'm just gonna talk talk as Q. Personally. Mm-hmm. I'm with you 100%. No one should ever put their hands on anyone. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you should expect for me to, to catch, you should, be, you should expect to catch that work. Exactly. That's just what it's called. It it's called, you know, self-defense. Mm-hmm. But as a professional, as a professional, And I I, and and, you know, and like I said, I am in no way defending this teacher because at the end of the day you are a professional and there's ways that you can go by if you have a problem with a student, there's ways that you can handle it. She could have gone to the union. If she could have she could have gone to the union and she went to her administrators and said, Hey, I have a problem with this student, I need this student removed. Trust me, Lago High School, yes, there's more than one Spanish teacher. Mm -hmm. could have had her transfer to another class you could have went to the union if the if the administration um ignored your ignored your warnings you could have resigned and just Mm -hmm. got a job somewhere else like as teachers we're going to as a teacher you're going to get another job (laughs) i mean as simple as that like there's other ways that this could have been diffused without you having it without you throwing those hands I, I agree with you to an extent uh-huh. however
2: and I, I'm not being contrary there was just a shooting this week in LA it was there was just a shooting the, on this Thursday, week Thursday. now in that situation I'm going to try to talk about all that
1: and not to cut you off mm-hmm. it was either, I think it was either that day or the day before. same day someone a student brought a gun Mm -hmm. into largo yep so no i can really understand that go ahead and continue so i I, I just had to i
2: know because you're going to tie it in because i mean we know each other but shooting this week so there was a shooting this week and what you had said was go to the administration go and tell somebody there's a certain point where you can't when you're literally defenseless on the ground as a teacher say if the teacher never defended themselves Mm -hmm. they're on the ground getting. What I know to be of Largo being stomped out, being jumped or well, honestly, just one on one. That person, that girl, that boy might have overpowered you and literally had the upper hand and started beating on you. Are you just going to lay there and take that shit? Because then the damage is already done. Now you're going to go to the administration and say, hey, um, the student hit me, blah, 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 blah. They're going to be like, well, why did they hit you? You need to fill out a form. Yeah, we'll talk in six weeks after we've done our investigations. After, like, at some point, the kids have to know better. This is not established behavior they've gotten in the classroom.
1: It's learned behavior. It's learned behavior. You no, didn't teach that, that I, shit to them. That I that I that I completely understand. Like I say, it, 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 this is a very sticky thing for me, and like I say, I have to tread real lightly because of mm-hmm. what I do as as a career. Mm-hmm um but i completely understand mm-hmm. and i don't know what i what i would do would do if i was in that same type of situation i can't say what i would do cuz i don't know cuz i have not been i have not been i have not been in that type of situation neither
2: have i q and i get it it's sensitive because of your job title i'm going to tell you cuz i don't have to deal with it how i'm immediately reacting if i had to deal with that mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. i'm whooping your kids ass
0: First and foremost, (laughs) like
2: you can take it for what it is. Anybody who's listening to me and thinking, hey, Greg, if you're a parent as a parent, you hit my kid. I'm whooping your kid's ass and I'm hoping they tell you so I can whoop your ass later, because that's since it's developed behavior that they've learned from somebody. I'm assuming it's from you. Mm -hmm. So if you decide you want to catch these hands just like your kid did, guess what? It is what it is, period. Fuck you. Fuck your kid. I came here with a mission. To embetter your child, and your child is putting their hands on me, fuck both of you. But more importantly, your kid is going to know since you won't whoop their ass. I'm doing it for you, and I, I feel like that is something that has been instilled with our, you know, our families, our mothers, our grandmothers, our fathers, our grandfathers. People in the black community, we need to be able to tell these kids, like yo, you can't go out here and do this stupid shit. You can't. You. You trying to tell me every time you have like some adversity, you want to go and put your hands on somebody? We've seen it with like these pop pie videos and stuff like that. Like, right. You can't keep thinking that somebody is going to be able to like fight you every time because some people don't want to fight. We've been in situations where yeah, they'll say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna fight," but their version of fighting is going to the trunk. Mm-hmm. That's as an adult. Hmm. And to be in high school, knowing that we're in an era where people don't go and fight. They come back a week, two weeks. Shit. This whole thing that happened in L.A., the person had been building on this for months. Mm -hmm. Nobody had a fucking clue. Mm -hmm. They came in. Starting letting off. You know what might have saved them? Parents being more involved. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, sometimes you got to get your ass whooped. (laughs) If it's not by your peers, by somebody else. No, I got my I ass whooped by a neighbor. By a neighbor. No, I and then I got my ass whooped by my mother. So I'm sitting I'm like, yo, like, and this is not a knock on my mother. Like, my mom's a great woman. But those life lessons
1: I learned by the belt, I couldn't have learned by words. So, uh, so, so I, I think we, I think we are trying to say is, which I agree 100%. The sense of community that was in our the sense of community, the sense of like the village, the, the village mm-hmm. is terribly missing from yeah. our communities. And that is so true. Yeah. I was the same way, you know, when I was in elementary school, my grandmother used to walk me to school every day until mm-hmm. she got, until she became uh, blind. And I knew, let me fuck up. the pan- the, Someone in the school was going to whoop my ass. Mm-hmm. By the time, by the time, and, and that's when. But by, by the time I got home, my neighbor was going to he go and he slap me across the slap exactly. me across the face. And then, Lord knows, don't let my mom. As soon as my mama find out, she, here comes the paddle. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that is like you know that that community. It, it's community. That yeah, the sense of the sense of. The village, yeah. It's there just, is no village anymore because, and I hate to sound like old schoolish, but you got to make think of the makeup of our families now. Mm-hmm. You got grandmamas that gra- you got grandmamas that are grandmamas at fo- at forty. Mm-hmm. Your mother is seventeen. Mm-hmm. Great grandma is only fifty. Like, there's yeah. no big mamas yeah there's no more big mamas like how yeah. like how your grandmother is mm-hmm. like how my grandmother was like how my great-grandmother on my father's side was mm-hmm. i wish you would i wish you was mama would co- mama's coming with something and whooping that ass yeah. <laughs> um uh, ass whooping a
2: day keeps everybody away
1: ass whooping away he's the police away i'm telling you
2: think like the same way th- this error is telling their kids, hey, like when a cop says this, this, this and this treat that with everybody else. Like, hey, you know what? If you see a group of like what you can tell from 10 to 15 yards away, if you see that that's a bad idea and you get an inclination of it being bad, stay the fuck away. If you're in a classroom, a teacher is telling you a task. You do that fucking task. Why It's your job? You have nothing else to do in this world other than schoolwork. My mom used to tell me this shit all the time. I go to work every day, Mm -hmm. five days a week, sometimes six if she had to to get things done for me. Right. All you have to do is literally sit in a classroom. Honestly, half the time you don't even have to listen. They give you what you need at the end, Mm -hmm. which honestly you know, when I was in the 11th and 12th grade and I was in those AP classes and everything and I was telling myself why the fuck am I here? Like Mm -hmm. I'm spending six hours a day when I should be spending three because I can do all the work already. I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. However, like tie it all in. You don't keep like disrespecting teachers who their whole like their sole purpose is to make you a better person. But some people like to perform and there's always that one. I swear to God, there's always that one student that. There's something going on at home, and you you've said this to me before. There's always that one student that has something going on at home, and they bring it into the classroom. So, it becomes a thing of, they're not doing it to, like, because they're mad at the teacher. They're doing it because they can't take that out on their parents at home.
1: And that goes back to trauma. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of trauma in... There's a lot of trauma in our communities. Too. Yeah. And I think that as a... both. Like, as a community, and then also as a race. Yeah. Talking about us with, you know, with all, with all this melanin, we, it's hard for us to like accept that trauma exists mm-hmm. and that it's okay to go be the one laying on the couch and talking to someone about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, And I also think that our policies, the policies that we make is not accepting of that fact either.
2: So what do you do? Like I was typing this up in the notes because we basically type as we go just with like pinpoints and things. Mm -hmm. So what you had like alluded to, I was going to say, what if we didn't have the, we didn't have the therapies. We didn't have the ability to have a, like a cell phone to go and go to the Calm app, to the Headspace app, have therapy literally at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. Honestly, therapy was completely like oblivious to us until we, honestly, most of us.
1: No, let me tell you what our therapy was our therapy was our friends. Yeah. Our therapy was our family. Our therapy was our neighbors. Mm hmm. Those were our therapists. And again, it goes back to the lack of community that we have. hmm. And yeah, the lack—it goes back to that lack of community because, like I said, the village. Yeah, the village, and it also goes to the fact that people don't mind, don't know how to talk, don't know how to talk to people anymore because of the almighty dumb phone. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say smartphone, the dumb phone. Yeah. Everything is so it's unpersonable. Unpersonal now. People don't know how to talk to people. People don't know how to have conversations. People don't know how to make their own fun. When I was in school, we didn't have cell. We, like we had cell phones, but they weren't smart. Exactly. <laughs> they weren't smart. If we were born on campus, we made our own fun.
2: Mm-hmm. No, but see somebody's gonna listen to this and be like oh y'all are old we're not
3: old uh, and we're no, just a no, few not,
1: years past y'all it's not old it's just that we know how to talk to people mm-hmm. I can go somewhere and I can easily spark up a conversation just just observing and whatever like yeah. if y'all not looking at a meme y- y'all not looking at twitter or looking at someone or, or or you know posting something just to get some fucking likes yeah. Or we tweets, or repost. Y'all don't y'all y'all are clueless. They don't know.
2: It's just cuz whenever like we have these arguments and discussions with people, they're like, "Oh, well, you guys sound dated." and I'm like, "No, we get our information the same way you do." Trust me. I work with like attorneys and lawyers who refuse to use the internet. They don't have Twitter accounts and Instagrams and shit like that. The way that they get the news is CNN. And by the time it gets to CNN, it's so parsed that nobody cares. Like that Largo story, it's not going to hit, you know, other than Fox five, because, you know, they love local badass news. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get that anywhere else. But for me, I feel like I just go back to like point one. I don't feel bad for the student. I don't like you can hate me. You can trust me. Contact us at youngblackpod at gmail.com. I promise you, I will read it. I am just of the mind of, you put your hands on me as an adult, I'm going to treat you as an adult. At 17, you knew better. At 16, you know better. More importantly, your parents know better. Your parents should take like enough like, knowledge that they have and say, you know what? All I need you to do is go into the classroom, do your homework, graduate and then after that, when you turn 18, you can do whatever the fuck you want. If you decide you want to be on World Star as, you know, the, the fight clip queen, mm-hmm. th- be my guest. However, you put your hands on me in the classroom and my job is to not protect myself because honestly, it's you. The only reason I'm here is for you. Without you, what the fuck? I don't have a job. So now I don't have a job because I'm protecting myself. Because what would happen if that student pulled out a knife? you trying to say, oh, well, the teacher, you know, you shouldn't do that. Oh if they got jumped. Same situation.
1: I'm sorry. I like that. Or like the opening scene of Lean On Me where the teacher got got his head smashed in and, and, and Mm-hmm. Yeah. These these are things. Now trust
2: me, there are a lot of students that the curriculum
1: tells them, Hey, you know what?
2: Watch Lean On Me. Or more importantly, like There might be a day where they don't have anything going on in the classroom and they put that video on. I'm like, oh, this is dated. Like nobody's watching that. Everybody's on their iPhones because nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's because I didn't learn this until late, but tying it all in. The student was not justified and deserved to get their ass beat. Wouldn't be me. I'm gonna tell you this. When and if my goddaughter, my godson's like any of my like nieces, nephews, godchildren, my own children when I have them, let me find out they put their hands on a teacher. It's gonna be a cold day in hell, I'm telling you. Q, you have your children. They're my godkids. Mm-hmm. You as their parent, me as their godparent. I'm gonna feel away knowing that they went and put their hands on the one person that can make them a better person. So the fact that this girl found it in herself to go and say you know what? i'm gonna put my hands on my teacher because i didn't like what she said at that moment and there were even there were students that were recording because they couldn't figure it out they were like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. it's disrespectful to you as a person the one that's putting their hands on somebody and secondly you just cost a teacher their job because of the fact that they were defending themselves but you know what i don't mind. Going and standing in the unemployment line. I don't. I've done it before. <laughs> I'm completely fine with the five hundred and forty dollars you get a week. I'm I'm already a teacher anyway, so I ain't getting no type of money, no type of ends. Let me tell you this. If I don't have a career being a teacher. I will damn sure be a sparring partner for a UFC fighter because I am whooping your kid's ass. I promise you this. And th- this, is, this is Greg telling you this on the Young Black and Boulder, a.k.a. the good, bad, and unavailable. Let your kid put their hands on me. I ain't going to kill them. I ain't going to hurt them. <laughs> but I'm going to whoop their ass. And if you're looking for me, you can find me and my compadres at youngblackpod at gmail.com. So, to say this, let, let's get into the next topic. So, yes. Early playoff predictions for the NFL, right? So there's a lot. Uh, the NFL this week has already been trash. Uh, the Redskins lost again. Uh, what else is new? But we need to go into like playoff implications because we're at week 11. So right now, as it stands in the playoffs for the AFC, we have the New England Patriots at eight and one, the Baltimore Ravens at eight and two, the Indianapolis Colts at six and four. These are the division leaders, by the way, and Kansas City, ironically, with you know, Mahomes coming back two weeks ago. They are sitting at six and four. They should be higher, but it is what it is. The wild card is where it gets really sketchy. So Buffalo, ironically, is at seven and three because they sit with New England. The Houston Texans are six and four. Oakland right now is at five and four at the time of playing. And Pittsburgh is five and five. So Mm -hmm. that's the AFC wild card. The NFC leaders, San Francisco, eight and one. Green Bay, eight and two. The Saints eight and two and Dallas at six and four. Now, even though Seattle just beat San Francisco, they're in the wild card race at eight and two with a three game winning streak. Minnesota, they lost today, right? Did they lose? No, or they they won? won. They won. So they won and they are at eight and three. Then you have the Rams at five and four, Philly five and four, and Carolina is still in the race at four and five with the sixth place team being Chicago at Four and five, because honestly, after that, you have Detroit, Atlanta, Arizona, Tampa, the Giants, and then we have the Redskins. Now, let me just ask your early predictions of outside of New England and San Francisco. Take those two out. Who do you have making the playoffs?
1: Um, in the NFC, mm-hmm.
2: you—if you want me to, I can read them back again. No, I, I got
1: it. In the NFC, it's going to be. All right, the division winners.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, we know Green Bay is going to win at eight. Green Bay.
1: Green Bay in the uh, north. New Orleans in the south. Dallas in the east. And San Francisco in the west. The wild card teams will be Seattle and Minnesota.
2: Yeah. So it's got to stay the same in the NFC then. Because the drop off is the Rams at five and four and Philly at five and four, so mm-hmm. there's no way at this point. But I will say though, I feel like the way that San Francisco's playing today, that Seattle is going to jump up and San Francisco is going to drop down to the wild card seat. That's how close it is. Same yeah. division if yeah. you know Seattle wins. And honestly,
1: and I can also see Minnesota leapfrogging Green Bay. But I, yeah. I think one and they of have the, a soft schedule, so I think. Either way, I think San, uh, goodness, I can't even say.
2: Oh, San Francisco.
1: I think New Orleans will be.
2: You think they'll be a bye team? I,
1: I think they will be a bye team.
2: Even as a division? Like, cause I mean, I they're
1: going to win the, I think they're going, they're definitely going to, they're damn sure going to win the NFC South.
2: Cause wait, so what happened? So
1: they're going to win the NFC South. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just look at the records right now. If you're saying that the, Seattle is gonna leapfrog San Francisco.
2: Yeah. That means then that the San Francisco
1: end up- and San Francisco and and New Orleans are gonna be your by are going to be your two teams on bye. Mm-hmm. And I think that and I think that New Orleans will probably be the number one seed to have home field.
2: The way the Green Bay is playing, I feel like they're going to be the wild card team, and it's going to be for the wild card. It'll be Green Bay.
1: It's going to be Green Bay and San Francisco.
2: Mm-mm. Green Bay and Minnesota, because Minnesota, remember, has the stronger like schedule. But
1: but I'm saying,
2: oh, because in the end of division, yeah. So so what if we did, like you said, it'd be what San Francisco and Green Bay, and then you have Dallas and um. Wow, it would be Dallas and New Orleans then.
1: No, well, if Seattle overtakes San Francisco, then San Francisco would be the wild card. Mm-hmm. And then Seattle would be your bye team.
2: Yeah, so you the two buys would end up being Seattle and New, New Orleans. Orleans, which means you would have Green Bay and... Oh shit! Green Bay,
1: Green, Green Bay.
2: Bay, and Minnesota. Well, well, I'm sorry, Green Bay and damn, Green Bay and add? San Francisco is Bay, the wild card.
1: Green Bay, Green Bay, and, and 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 uh Green Bay and San Francisco is the wild card, and Dallas with, and Minnesota with Dallas and Minnesota being the other two division winners. That's
2: you know what? I'm gonna stay away from the NFC for a while. The, the AFC sounds <laughs> the a whole AFC
1: lot is so much simpler.
2: Yeah, so we already know New England's getting the buy. So New England's
1: been, New England actually. I can't even say that now what because Baltimore's the Ravens looking. are six game street. Lamar Jackson is a human cheat code.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We
1: we had that before in Washington once upon a time. Once upon a time in 2012 by name of by a person by the name of Robert Griffin III, who's now Bobby Broke the Bobby Broke the Third. Mhm. Anyway, um I really do see I really do see Baltimore overtaking New England to be the number one seed.
2: Yeah, for the first time ever, which that would mean that
1: in in the AFC championship game, Mm -hmm. New England got to come back to Baltimore. And we already saw what happened when they came to Baltimore this season. Mm -hmm. Also,
2: we got, what? Kansas City would have to play Houston in a wild card as of today. So let's just go with as of today for the AFC because it can literally change, but we know
1: one thing is for certain. Baltimore and New England will get a bye. Yeah, Baltimore so, and New England are one and two. Now, where whether Baltimore is one or New England is one, that's to be decided. But they're definitely the top two seed top exactly. two teams in the in the AFC. So we have um the
2: Colts right now they would be playing Buffalo, which I feel like Buffalo always caves. But Allen is doing work right now. So,
1: well, you know, Baltimore—I mean, not Baltimore. Buffalo only runs four plays: two passing plays and, and two passing plays, and it's in 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 the quarterback sneak yeah. and design rollout for for Josh Allen. But that's their offense. But, but also, <laughs>
2: you, you, I mean, they would be going against. The Colts, who end up having what, um, what they have Pascal right now as the number one receiver, and he's done nothing. You have but
1: Jacoby Brissett.
2: That's that. true. Um, because T. Y. Hilton's out for the next three weeks, and you need these three weeks to stay relevant. Because if you don't, you should have the five and four Raiders, the five and five Steelers, and I don't know how the fuck they stay in, but you have the Titans. At five and five,
1: because of because of Tannehill.
2: Yeah. Oh, and I mean Cleveland's not too far behind at four and six, but also Jacksonville's. The, that that's when it gets dicey. Like nobody cares at that point. Like it's gonna like, be a rough five like, weeks.
1: Want like, to talk about Cleveland in a second, but mm-hmm.
2: yeah, so it, it, it's rough. Um, so I guess before we go into that, because we've already basically said our like early play, like playoff predictions, we need to go back to the Redskins a little bit. So one and nine we keep saying change the name. We've been saying it for an entire year that the show has been like, you know, relevant, but why is it so hard to be a Redskins fan?
1: Why is it so hard to be a Redskins fan? Two names.
3: Damn. Two names,
1: two names, Daniel M. Snyder mm-hmm. and Bruce Allen.
3: Yeah. Yeah
2: has to hurt knowing that every player that you traded in the last three years is going to be on a playoff contender and a serious playoff contender
1: Daniel M. Snyder and Bruce Allen that's it's, it it's that's all sc- That's all you need to know they have been and before and the thing is you can before Bruce Allen got here you can substitute the name Vinny Serrato
2: yep They're
1: interchangeable. They're interchangeable because they're the same person.
2: It's disgusting.
1: Like every other team in DC, mm -hmm. including the Wizards, have either won a championship or are fighting damn hard to win one. Even the Wizards. Even the Wizards.
2: I just don't get And it. at least,
1: you know, with the Wizards, they have an owner mm-hmm. that will spend the cash mm-hmm. and do what it takes to build a winner. And let then let his basketball people run the show. Although um the last couple of years with Ernie Grunfeld. <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. Ernie Grunfeld was could could stand in as a cameo for Bruce Allen. But anyway. <laughs> But at least they've tried. They're trying. They've been to the playoffs. They went, you know, they were, what, 45 seconds away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals three years ago against Boston?
2: Yep. Where are we now?
3: Where are we now?
1: Well, but they've tried. Yeah. The land disasters in let's see i'm 35 years old now it's been been a long time been a long time the last great Redskins team was 1991 you know how old i was then tell them six long ass time in 29 years you know how many times the Redskins have won over 10 games and that's not, not even over. Have won at least ten games. Mm-hmm. At home at least. At- no. Have won ten games in a season. Who the Redskins? Yes. Oh. Ten mm. games in a season. Mm. Since nineteen ninety one.
2: S- oh, it's not even six. I want to say six. That sounds like the magic number, but it's nope. only probably three. Four. See? Two
1: thousand and
2: that was twelve. Two thousand and
1: twelve? They won ten games. Wow, Hold 2012 on. they won ten games. 2005 with Mark Brunel, they won ten games. 2000 actually 99 North Turner's last season, the first year that the first year that Dan Daniel Snyder owned the team, they won ten games. So it ain't really it hasn't even been four. It's been three seasons. Three. Yeah, Let, let's just go with three the seasons.
2: Ten. So. We have the records up here. Two thousand twelve they went ten and six. Uh two thousand five they went ten and six. Nineteen ninety nine they went ten and six. And the last time before that was fourteen and two in nineteen ninety one.
1: Yep. Yeah, Twenty-nine years. The Redskins have won ten games three times in twenty nine years. That's almost all of your lifetime.
2: Yeah. This shit is disgusting. Like just looking at when they do get to the playoffs, when they went nine and seven, they lost. Um, two thousand twelve lost, and they always lose in the same round.
1: Yes, because well, no, 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 and they also, lost in the division 2005, in two thousand five. They made it out of the wild card. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the day they. I was sick with the flu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember. No, two thousand five was sick with the flu, you
3: remember and
1: you me. Uh, I was at my line, but because I was at my line brother's house. And, I was at my line brother's house and I actually like sick as shit watched that game when they lost to Seattle mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the, in the divisional round. And, we, no, it wasn't Seattle. It was Tampa Bay. It was Tampa Bay.
2: No, it was Seattle. Oh, five. No, it was Seattle 2006, January 14, 2006. Oh, it was they Seattle yep. 2010.
1: Hasselbeck, That's the year that, that's the year that the Seahawks went to the Super Bowl.
2: Wow. What type What world are we living in?
1: So in 29 years, no, 28 years, because this is 91, mm-hmm. in 28 years, they've won 10 games three times, three.
3: Yeah. three
1: seasons.
2: I don't know. I'm sick of talking about their negatives. Let's talk about the positive.
1: Because Hask- there was a lot of positives about this game today. Yeah you know, it didn't start off well for De- for Dwayne Haskins. didn't like he had a fumble. Mm -hmm. And then he threw an interception, which led to a Jets touchdown. But then the fourth quarter, he clicked. Mm -hmm. He threw a 45-yard screen screen pass. He threw a screen pass to to Darius Geist that resulted in a 45-yard touchdown. Um, And then the ensuing two-point conversion, he stepped away beautifully from a potential sack and threw a – and threw a two-point conversion situation to, to Trey Quinn, and then uh, uh, to, closing out the game, he threw like he, you know he stepped up in the he stepped up under pressure and threw a beautiful ball to well it wasn't the, the, no it was underthrown but Terry McLaurin made a beautiful catch mm-hmm. to rip an interception out of out of the defender's hand. And that's what I call bailing out your quarterback. But those two are going to be dangerous. Yeah. I along with wait. Geis, if he can stay healthy.
2: If he can stay healthy. Next year. Next year, we're we'll going to have to go back to this show and be like, hey, by the way, um, we talked about this last year. And it happened. So we do got to quickly like, wrap it up. So let's just quickly go on a couple things <laughs> with the NBA. So first and foremost, the Lakers. Are they for real or are they frauds?
1: I actually think they're for real.
2: You think they're for real?
1: Mm-hmm. They need another playmaker yeah. desperately. Like Rondo, I know Rondo can't shoot, but he can he he can he can throw the dimes. Mm-hmm. The Lakers desperately need another playmaker to take the pressure off LeBron. Even though LeBron has stepped up big time, which mm-hmm. you also have to remember, he's about to turn thirty five in a month. Mm-hmm. And you saw how he was last year when he had that groin injury. Mm -hmm. You don't want LeBron injured. Because if LeBron's injured, that's the end of their season. That's the season. That's the season right there.
2: Well, speaking of someone who should be healthy, and you mentioned him earlier in the show, Carmelo. So, is he actually going to be
1: worth anything in Portland right now? Actually, yes. Like, that is actually... The best ideal situation for him, mm-hmm. and like he's taking the Dwight Howard route. You know, Dwight Howard didn't was like, I'm a starter, I'm the star, to put the ball in my hands and let me go to work. You see what he's doing now? He's accepted a reserve role. Mm-hmm. Like he's on, like he's not gonna get thirty thirty. He's not gonna get thirty thirty five minutes a game. He's not gonna get. With all those touches in the game His used rate race probably give me like fifteen percent mm. and I think Carmelo has now realized that point like i like I'm almost thirty six mm. let me jack it, put me in the corner, let me jack up some threes I'll pretend I'm playing defense and whatever, but that's what Portland needs right now
2: i'm I'm hoping for the best for I'm hoping life.
1: for the best like because Carmelo's a Carmelo's a hall of famer yeah. He's a, he, he's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this goes well.
2: Now, what happens if there is like a midseason trade? We see how Melo does for the next 65 days. We see how good he does, and then all of a sudden, Golden State calls and says, "You know what? We are going to go ahead and make this trade and give you." Uh, what's the name? We'll we'll give you Russell. We'll take Carmelo right now because that's what we need. We got Clay healthy again.
1: Uh, first of all,
2: you got Clay. You got Steph back.
1: Clay's not playing this season. Steph is not playing this season.
2: You think it's a complete wash for them? It's not Washington.
1: No, it's it's not Washington. No, they're gonna this season. Yeah, Golden State is a is a lottery team. Damn. Wait, they let's... may win thirty games. And that's a stretch.
2: So you're saying that
1: they're gonna go twenty five and fifty five. Twenty five and fifty seven. Twenty five and fifty seven. Twenty five and fifty seven. You can put that you can put that down and quote me on it. Twenty five and fifty seven. Well, i the swear, Warriors play tra- <laughs> the Warriors are trash. I this feel year. like they they're going to make a trade. They're going, they're going to, to make a trade. They, like, they, they have th- to. They're going to make a trade. But I honestly, with the roster they have right now, mm-hmm. let them play it the fuck out. They're trash.
2: What what is the like NBA standings right now? Like maybe I need I need to look.
1: Well, the Lakers are like ten and two.
2: They're still second place to Boston, by the way. Since we're well, yeah, talking, Boston
1: is on fire, but um, even
2: without players, because there's.
1: even without Gordon Hayward who's out six six to eight weeks.
2: That that hurts.
1: Yeah, it did because he he Gordon Haywood was looking like his old looking like his looking like he did when he was at his final year in Utah.
2: Yeah. So let me let me go through it. So we'll do this real quick, and then you know we can just say playoffs and that. Okay, so. Eastern Conference, Boston 10 and 1, Miami 9 and 3, Milwaukee 9 and 3. Now,
1: mind you. How the hell is Miami 9? How the nine hell is three. Miami 9 and 3? Toronto,
2: surprisingly, 8 and 4. In fifth place, you have the 76ers at 7 5. You have the Pacers at 7 6. Charlotte Hornets, oh my goodness, at 6 and 7. Mind did you, you see what early. Devontae
1: Graham did last night? Mm mm-hmm. Disgusting. 9 threes. And
2: let me see. Eighth place. Five and seven. Now, this is early. This is early. We'll quickly do the east and then we'll do the west as well. Um, So, ninth place, we have Orlando with five and seven. And in tenth place, we have at four and seven, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Cleveland
1: is going nowhere. So, I see Orlando moving up because Markel Fultz
2: mm-hmm. is back. Mm-hmm. So, you got Orlando in eighth place at the lowest. So, just that. Um, what about Atlanta though? Atlanta's four and eight. They're in eleventh place.
1: John Gr- and um John Collins being suspended for twenty games is gonna hurt.
2: Yeah. And then obviously to tied in. We didn't talk about Detroit. We're not talking about Chicago. Even though I feel like Chicago is gonna be sneaky near like you know All Star Week and everything. if
1: if Kobe White continues to play like he's playing, like he played the other night. We torch. I forgot who he torched. Hmm. I don't know about. I. 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 think Chicago can be a sleeper. They might be, man. Yeah, let me see. What. What else we got?
2: So, oh, we got Washington at three and seven, and New York at three and ten. But I mean, what else? So, uh, Western Conference. Actually,
1: also, just quickly to go back. I think the Wizards are going to be a sleeper too. Hmm. We. I do. Wow. Have you, have you seen how IT's been playing? Yeah. Have you seen how Thomas Bryant's been playing? And Rui Hachimura is the fucking truth. Everyone slept on Hachimura and thought that he was drafted too high. He's, him. he's a beast. Okay. He's a beast. Well,
2: let's quickly get up, you know, with this Western Conference so we can get up out of here. So, um, obviously, we got the Lakers in first place at 10 and 2. Houston at 10-3, I feel like that's just going to be interchangeable all year. We got Denver, who I feel like is going to be the second seed, though. They are at 8-3. You got Utah at 8-4. Phoenix at 7-4. We also have the Clippers at 8-5. We didn't speak on this, but I feel like Thanksgiving at their house is going to be absolutely insane how do you cause your father to get a technical foul and then <laughs> I was so
1: look I was so happy <laughs> but that's what makes the NBA the NBA yeah that's what makes the NBA the NBA like to see to see Austin like team up team up team up get him out of here get him that that adds excitement to yeah. the league,
2: yo that- and the thing is, Twitter was going off because then he went on Twitter and he was like, uh, I guess Thanksgiving is going to be awkward this uh-huh. year. Huh? <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> so I'm sure like him trolling his father just like added like a little element of the NBA to him. That's like, oh, it's good. Like, this is great. I'm yes. telling you, the NBA is more exciting than it's ever been right now.
1: Oh, yes. It's and, it's, and it's a good thing. Like, we can't say who we don't know who the number one team is now.
2: Yeah. But let's let's finish. So we got I said Clippers at the sixth place. Um Dallas at seven at seven and five and Minnesota at seven and six. Now it's more close with the West than it is with the East, because we have Memphis at five and seven. We have Oklahoma City, ironically, at five and seven because Chris Paul has been honestly showing his ass the last mm-hmm. few games. He's been trying to keep the men, doing the postgame interviews saying like, yo, like, this is what we need. This is what he needed. He needed a rejuvenation, so Mm -hmm. that's a good thing for him.
1: Well, he also wanted. He also needed a team that would run where he wants to run, and Mm -hmm. right now, that's where Oklahoma City is at. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, this is what you want to do? Go right
2: ahead. You you you're a rental, so whatever. Rental meaning like we still gotta pay you regardless. So there it is. With then Portland at five and eight, San Antonio, which is kind of disappointing to me, at five and seven, Sacramento at four and seven, which is not gonna happen. Um, New Orleans at three
1: and nine. New Orleans is waiting for Zion.
2: They're waiting. They're gonna go on that surge. Mm-hmm. They're
1: and waiting then, for Zion
2: because, like, I mean, only seven. Drew Holiday
1: back. is a great player. So is Brandon Ingram. But when Zion comes back, well, not even come back. When Zion gets there, mm-hmm. know. that's gonna open. Lonzo Ball up to do so much more. It's gonna open Holiday up to do so much more. It's gonna open up Ingram and Josh Hart.
2: It's all on Zion. Yeah. And obviously to close it out, we got the two and eleven Golden State Warriors, which is drastic.
1: I told you, they're a lottery team this year. Yeah. They're a lottery team. Well, that was that. They're gonna they're gonna be this they're gonna be San Antonio of ninety six. Mm-hmm. Come the draft. They're going to get, they're going to come the lottery. They're going to get the number one pick. They're going to pick James Wiseman and then they're going to be a force again. I see it happening.
2: You spoke it into existence, my friend. So, in closing, where can they find you on social media so we can get up out of here?
1: Um, You can find me on Twitter at. QDZ1906 on Instagram at your child teacher1906. I can't see any of your likes on Instagram anymore, but um, yeah, like them like anyway,
2: <laughs> like them anyway. Um, you can't follow me on Instagram. I'm private for a reason. Um. You can follow us all at Young Black Pod on every single platform. We're on Facebook as well, so you can interact with the group if you wanted to there. If you want to send us a listener letter, you can email at YoungBlackPod at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail at 240-330-3690, and we will play it on the air as well as like, just give feedback as well. Make sure to rate, view, uh, I'm sorry, rate, review, and subscribe on every single platform, including Spotify, because now they have a rating system as well. So until the next episode, we will see you.